Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Guess what? I didn't think I could feel pain after game two, Listen, but I'm in pain. There's a lot of pain to be had, and I want to just put this out there. I want the people to know that Sixers and Six is no longer mathematically possible. We were wrong. I mean, what can I say? We were wrong about a lot of things. Flyers and six. Flyers and six. Just like we always said. From the get-go, this is a Flyers podcast. Let's talk about Eric Lindros and how he is going to bring us to the promised land. Is that? Is Carter Hart the prince who was <laughs> promised? Uh, Chris, we are coming at you after a loss to the Boston Celtics, 102 to 94. And listen, we can spend all day shitting on our team, shitting on the front office, shitting on Elton Brand, whatever you want to say. Yeah, but let's do it. That's I what do, I'm here for. I do want to bring up a new segment. It's called Optimistic Migdig. Okay? Because it's just it's fine. We can we're going to shit on everyone soon enough, but I want to put this out there that I almost feel like it's getting lost that Ben Simmons was not playing. Ben Simmons is a defensive player of the year candidate. He's a guy that runs a lot of our offense, moves the ball, and for all of his shortcomings, he's one of our best players. He's our second best player. And frankly, I think he's worth eight points, which is the amount that we lost by. And I think that maybe there should be a little bit of optimism there. Can you expand on that? I don't like what you're doing at all. No, (laughs) I hate this. So here's the problem, right? Here's the problem. The the front office of this team and the ownership, they're going to look at this series where we get swept by the Celtics and they're going to say, hey, it's not that bad. We were missing Ben Simmons. So let's just run it back. You know, we'll fire the coach, whatever. But this roster is fine. That's not true. Like, I hear you. The but like any team losing an all NBA caliber player, which is what Ben Simmons was this year would be a big problem. Sure. But the reality of these games is that if our two highest paid players, Tobias and Al Horford, played worth anything, we wouldn't even be talking about missing Ben. Yeah, they're definitely not living up to their contracts at all. You know, like we were talking about the last pod, Toby is a supermax. Al Horford's getting lots of cash. What is it, 80 million? What's his contract? Is it something worse than that? Don't tell me. I don't care. Uh and they are playing like absolute dog shit, particularly Tobias Harris. <laughs> Tobias Harris is making me fucking die a little bit. Every time I watch Maybe, him miss a bunny, I, he missed a he missed a dunk. Like just like I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. I just don't. If I said to you two weeks ago, Miggy, Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons would make the same number of three pointers in the playoffs, you'd be like, oh, that's awesome that means ben is shooting (laughs) like what that's a great outcome we're probably winning games the truth is tobias has yet to hit a three-pointer he is just making me so sad i i look at him and i get angry i get i start seeing red when i just look at him you know and i just don't know what to do chris can we talk about the last three minutes of this game because the last three minutes Believe it or not, despite the final score, we were on a path to win. I think that we were were more likely to win than to lose. 
And then in classic Sixers fashion, two turnovers, both of which by JoJo, extremely sloppy, bad cross-court pass, bad shot. This is, again, the thing where I can't be sidetracked by the lack of Ben because this is Sixers basketball to its core. We're winning. Embiid is in there as the closer. He gets doubled. He turns it over. Jalen Brown, three-point play. Embiid gets doubled again, turns it over. There's also that clear path foul. There's also the fact that Al Horford (laughs) plays the entire fucking fourth quarter with Joel Embiid. He's not playing defense. He's not making shots. There was one moment when we were winning when he takes an he takes a three where he a contested three. That early was, in the shot clock. Yeah. He that misses was really it. Bad. He goes down the other end and he fouls Jalen Brown shooting three. How is he still in the game? And that's when I switched to drinking liquor. <laughs> Chris, we're at the Shake Milton minute. Shake, shake, shake. And I think we need to take this minute to say R.I.P. and peace to Brett, right? I mean, he gone. I don't know who our next coach will be. I have been a Brett Brown apologist to the core. I yeah. might just be really emotional right now, but Brett Brown is not going to be our coach next year. I no. am. It's bittersweet, but right now much more sweet than it is bitter. He led us through the process. He led us through a lot of things. It's time for him to go. Rest in peace, Brett. Love you, Brett. Uh, Good try, man. Let's end on something kind of fun. You know, who are we drafting, Chris? Did, have you done any research on this at all? Who are we drafting? We got the 21st pick. Are we are we packaging it to the Wizards? With there's Al no Horford way we make a, for John Wall. There's no way we draft anyone. <laughs> are we packaging uh, it to the Cavs to get Kevin Love on our squad? You know, like Al Horford plus a pick for Kevin Love? No. Here's a question. Who's a guy who you wouldn't swap for Horford? 